Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is a fabulous man. He's been a community leader and Rotarian and Kiwanian and No, no uh, I've never never been a Kiwanian. What's that? Were you ever in Key Club? No, no. What's the sub rotary group for high schoolers? Um Rotaract, I think. Rotaract. It's been a long time since I've been a Rotarian. Were you a Rotaract? Uh no, I was not a Rotaract. Back in the day in Harrisburg. I was, however, a JC. Hmm. Okay, which, uh, what do they say when you you expire at age 30? No, no, when you're 35, you exhaust out. Exhaust you, out. you become an exhausted rooster. <laughs> oh, my gosh, okay. Well, there can I've be... I've been exhausted for a lot of years now. I was just going to say, there can be no better moniker for Mr. Joe, who's an across from me. exhausted rooster. Right. <laughs> right. Then, uh, well, but his favorite name comes at the dinner table sometimes when those two grandsons look across the table and say... Baldy. Oh, okay. They switch from Papa to Baldy, huh? Well, my... <laughs> Oldest Gee. grandson constantly reminds me that I, Papa, you have no hair. Why? <laughs> okay. He's fascinated by the fact that I'm hairless. Okay, well, maybe. Not entirely, however. Maybe someday he'll be bald too, so life will come all the way back around you. Just Unfortunately, never I won't be here to uh, insult him. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. Could could onset early. You just never know. All right. So, uh, Mr. Joe McGranahan is across from me. He has been a community and business leader, COO of Sunbury Broadcasting for a time, and uh, just a great uh, person to know. Uh, he's got more gotcha moments for Joe Biden. He's turned up to in, into an anti-Joe Biden gossip, so he's got Got more no, it's not fodder. gossip. It's just sad. It's oh, what it is. Got sad. more fodder today. Yes, lots so more. And Joe he produced it all yesterday. I'm Mark Lawrence, a subpar host of the show. Very glad to see everyone on the radio. So thank you so much for joining us. I play a liberal on the radio. And uh, very glad to see everybody on board. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. If you do text us at 70236, you got to include the keyword OTM. Some of our good listeners have memorized that and have sent us notes. Uh, we're also limited to 140 characters on the texts. So uh, if you send us uh, a lengthy diatribe, we can only read the first <laughs> paragraph of it. Speaking of lengthy remarks, uh, we do have a great email. We'll try to read as much as we can. It's 300 words, so uh, it's a little bit longer than some of the uh, emails that we read, but we do have some great emails pending. No texts are pending just yet, but uh, we certainly are familiar with the fact that uh, Stan will get awake shortly and will send us some notes. So we would appreciate that. Uh, 70236, keyword OTM. Uh, call us 1 800 795 Joe, what did Joe do yesterday? It was kind of sad. 48 year Aww. political veteran, 48 years politician, President Biden. Biden raised eyebrows yesterday when he claimed to have driven an 18-wheeler truck, a claim the White House has struggled to defend. 
Biden was visiting a Mack truck facility in Pennsylvania when he made the claim to have driven the massive trucks before, which require a special kind of license. I used to drive an 18-wheeler, man, Biden said on Wednesday. What? I used to drive an 18-wheeler? I used to drive an 18-wheeler, man, Biden said on Wednesday in a video posted to Twitter. I got to. There is scant evidence that Biden has ever driven an 18-wheeler truck. When asked if the president had ever driven such a truck, a White House spokesperson pointed to a December 1973 article from the Wilmington Evening Journal that showed Biden rode in an 18-wheeler on a 536-mile haul to Ohio. Fox News pressed the spokesman about the president's claim, noting that riding in a truck is not the same as driving one, <laughs> at which point the president's spokesman pointed to a United Federation of Teachers post that touched on Biden driving a school bus in the past as a summer job. The majority of school buses on average have two axles, with the bigger models having two wheels on the front axle and four wheels on the dual axle, a total of six wheels. Fox again pressed the president about the president's claim, pointing out that a school bus is not the same as an 18-wheeler truck, but did not receive a response. <laughs> That's one. Well, and... Uh, but there's more. But we don't know that <laughs> during that time or some other time he didn't actually drive one. Now, he never had any sort of publicized career as an 18-wheeler, but you don't know if he never touched one. I've been behind the wheel of an 18-wheeler for a very short distance in a parking lot. Did you drive it? 20 feet. Okay, well. <laughs> and I didn't go backwards, which they say is the hard part. He anyway. said, I used to drive an 18-wheeler, man. That implies some familiarity with it. He didn't say I once right, drove yeah, one didn't, didn't say. for two feet in a parking lot. Right, 20 feet. He Come made on. it sound like he don't, was an over- Don't short me my 18 <laughs> okay. feet. Makes it sound like he was an over-the-road trucker in his youth. Mm-hmm. But he's never, I don't think he's ever had a paying job other than politics, has he? I'm sure he has to have something that didn't have well, U.S. Man, we know, government no, he was state an 18-wheeler leadership. Driver. Uh, is he an attorney? I'm not certain. Okay. He may be. So, well, but said, that doesn't mean he had outside income other than government. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, that, what was he doing when, when he start, ran for U.S. Senate the first time? He had I to be doing something. He had been a, a Delaware official of some sort. Okay. I'm pretty sure he had. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. There's more. Yesterday, More gossip against you, no, the president. It's not Biden. Well, you know, they're going to say, well, you know, this is because he stuttered as a youth. But, you know, stuttering doesn't make you think you drove an 18-wheeler when you didn't. Oh, actually, that is one of the symptoms. Is it really? Commercial, Believing that you drove commercial vehicles. Right. If, if for people with a more significant stutter, uh, uh, it's called CDL Fantasia sets in. <laughs> CD, you think you have a commercial driver's license. Okay. It's fantastic. Well, it would be easy to prove if you ever had a CDL. Look at the record. <laughs> Look at the record. He would. They're not okay. producing one well, at the White House to show he, that he was a. He never over- registered as an eighteen-wheeler driver. Can you picture anyway. Joe Biden as a truck driving son of a gun? I can't. Anyway, yesterday he also mixed up. Come former- on, man, get out of the intersection. <laughs> he also mixed up former President Obama and former President Trump during a speech, that in what he referred to as a Freudian slip. Back in 2009, he said, during the so-called Great Recession, the president asked me to be in charge of managing that piece, then President Trump. Biden told a Pennsylvania crowd, excuse me, Freudian slip. That was the last president. He caused the, anyway, President Obama when I was vice president. Biden's gaffe was immediately picked up on social media, including a Twitter account associated with the Republican National Committee. Committee, This is gossip. All right. Biden just confused Trump and Obama, a McClatchy reporter Brian Lowry tweeted. He called it a Freudian slip, which would mean he has some subconscious feelings about his former boss. 
What? He doesn't understand oh, what a Freudian what slip saying. is. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it was just a slip. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that is gossip. I mean, come on, Joe. You, it, he, it was in a speech. You're getting smaller over it there in, in your a, remarks. It was in a speech. Aren't you at all concerned about his... Well, that's not the text in the speech. You know, if Donald Trump claimed... Uh, well, he claimed to what? To... Uh, grab women's anatomical parts, which there was he no evidence he did. of it, yeah, right. right which he later and said now, was just locker room talk. And now Joe Biden's boasting of being an over-the-road truck driver. You know, don't you see the similarities here? If we were concerned about President Trump and his uh, exaggerations and uh, lies, shall I say? <laughs> How, how do we feel about Joe Biden's lies? Well, there's a big difference between claiming that you had some sort of a segment of a career that maybe you may may or may not have had. We still don't know that for sure. But it doesn't look like he had that, or at least no public acknowledgement of having been a truck driver, at least as a career. There's, there's a big difference between claiming that you once had an occupation you didn't have than boasting that you continue to sexual assault women, which we know you did do. Well, you know, I before I started in broadcast, before I started running radio stations, I was a surgeon. I removed people's appendixes all the time. Appendices. Appendices. <laughs> Multiple appendixes. <laughs> right. Um, you okay. believe that? Uh, Joe, <laughs> you're getting smaller here. You know that, right? You, you recognize that. No. I, this is a pattern. And what you, what you people uh, on the left you? will admit, there is a pattern to Joe Biden that oh. is rather I alarming. I pattern of you being more petty no, every day. I, I think it's alarming. Don't you? No. No. Look, Joe is who he is. He's almost 80 years old. He says what he says. He is who well, he I'm is. I'm almost 80 He's years old. He's a man who doesn't always tell stuff. the truth. <laughs> and this coming from a man who fully supported and endorsed a man who literally did not know what the truth was at any moment. So this is, you know. The difference between us is I willingly concede that Donald Trump lied. Well, I'm willing to concede that President Biden is your fault. If you, fault. if you had had a normal president in there last time, we wouldn't have this issue with hey, that's a, really cool. Blame another, the Republicans for everything. <laughs> including President Well, who do you think brought us Joe Biden? The fact that we had to positively had to get... Well, who elevated him to the second highest office in the land? It wasn't the Republicans who gave him the platform from which he launched this campaign. Democrats. It was Democrats. And, and a many guy named Republicans Barack Obama. who said enough is enough is enough is enough. Anybody. And I wonder how many of those Republicans, if you think that a lot of Republicans switched and voted for Joe Biden, how many of them do you think might regret it today? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> All right, Stan, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, as far as now, Joe, uh, Mr. Biden has had one, one job that we do know about in, in his youth. He was a lifeguard, remember? He, oh, uh, he let right. the kids rub his... Uh, blonde hairy leg down and watched it come up and how he liked to bounce the roaches on his lap and uh, don't forget corn pop you know with the, with the chain you know so we do know that biden did have one job now whether he had more than that don't know i have to look at his past past and i don't even know if that would be exposed but i can probably now i won't say with 100 percent certainty he didn't drive us uh, an 18-wheeler i don't Just believe he did i don't believe he did either despite his claim yeah, yeah. Now he may have rode in one, as the, the newspaper article said. You know, he may, have, you know, been in the passenger seat for a 500-mile ride. That could be. You know, so what? He didn't drive it because right. if he didn't have his proper. Now I don't know that he would have been coming up in the 60, late 60s, early 70s. And I don't know what the licensing requirements were back then. The CDL I don't think was in effect back then. I don't think. 
but I, I won't. Well, oh, that no, is I, I recall that I, I can remember a time when I was involved in local government when the, they had to go out and get their CDLs in order to drive. So I, I agree with you. I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it was, you know, 20 or 30 years ago that that was uh, Right, yeah, back in the day it was just up to you to, right. or to well, as a, when they, it was when up they to the changed, companies to make sure that the drivers had competencies. Right, when they instituted the change in the licensing in Pennsylvania, and it was a few years back, you could have been grandfathered in. You could have claimed to have driven a heavy truck or a bus, and you would have been grandfathered in. But then after that, and I think that was in the 80s, late 70s, oh, early 80s? before that, yeah. Was it? Okay. But anyway, go ahead. I'm thinking the 80s because I know my brother and my dad both got them because, I mean, they had the trucks, but they went and got the CDL. That was, I'm pretty sure it was in the 80s, but I, I won't guarantee that. I never did. I could have, but never did. Never had a desire. <laughs> yeah, I was but. looking up Joe Biden's work history. Uh, he graduated, got a law degree from Syracuse University in 1968. By 1970, he was in politics, elected to the Newcastle County Council. Well, that well he had pay. a two-year period there then. Was well, that a paying job? Uh, yes, oh, I guess okay. it, was. it was. Either that, he had two years between 68 and 70 where he may have been driving over-the-road trucks. Well, fortunately, but it seems unlikely. Fortunately, he dedicated his life to public service. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you guys yeah, okay? Sorry. Uh -huh. Sorry. Sorry, man. I had to say it. Well, I, I, you know, I'm glad you guys are doing this. You, you have, uh, these are definitely some gotcha moments for President Biden. Sounds like he's pretty darn guilty of the accusation that he either made up out of whole cloth or exaggerated the, the trucker story. But it, honestly. It wouldn't be a lie, though, right? Because only, only Trump lies. These are better than talking about the real issues that exist in the Biden administration or I in the U.S. The right now of the president of the United States is a real issue. His okay. cognitive right. ability That's is a real issue. issue. Right. So we endured four years, and now you're saying I'm we ended saying up we with the same. I'm not saying we got anything better. Yes, right. I, that's exactly what I'm same. saying. We right. wind up with the same. We had a megalomaniac almost in, in President Trump, and I don't. I know I'm offending Stan when I say that, but in President <laughs> Biden, we have somebody who can't can't put together two straight facts. I don't think you can offend Stan. <laughs> I think you can say something he disagrees with, but I don't think he's offended. Me? Nah, I don't, nah, think I don't so. get offended easily because being offended just doesn't do you any good, does it? Well, I mean, that, that's that's the problem with what's going on in this country right now. Everybody's offended about everything else. Depends upon so, your response, I suppose. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean everybody gets offended. Doesn't matter what anybody provides something somebody else has done, and that just you know, well, what good does that do anybody? Okay, what else, Stan? So, well, you know. You saying Joe Joe's the reason we had Trump and that's why we got Biden because you voted for Trump. You do realize that uh, the only reason we got Biden is because of the Chinese Communist Party and the COVID. The only reason eighty million people voted him because the Chinese yep. Communist Party absolutely. told him to. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely, because of the mail in valley. That's what I'm gonna go with. All right. That's that's what I'm going with. I hope it offends a lot of the leftists on here. Because that's my my view of things. Probably offend the Chinese okay. <laughs> that you're blaming well, I don't them. Care about, I don't care about the Chinese neither, you know, because they offend everybody, and they're trying to. So, okay. just yeah. saying, you know, that's that's just my view. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I just got to tweak. You got to tweak a few people. All right, we got a call coming in. Stan, thank you so much thanks, for Stan. being a Appreciate great caller call. and a great listener. All right, thanks. Yeah, right. take care. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over one hundred years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most. 
most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Uh, one of our listeners sends a note, upper right-hand corner, Joe. It says, Joe and Stan have a bad case of Bidenitis. I hope you're miserable for another 7.5 years. Oh. Unfortunately, there is no cure. Oh, that's terminal in the end of this one and a half years, I think, Tom is years. so worried about President Trump and all the horrible things he's doing. Not at all concerned about the cognitive impairment that the president seems to be oh. suffering from. Brother Joe. <laughs> you want to read this one too, please? Well, I oh, call's no. pending. All right, calls. Go ahead, Harry. Yes, I'd just like to make a general comment. I sat here for a couple of years now, eating my breakfast and listening to this program, and all I hear is grown men talking about the condition, mental condition, health conditions of people. Uh, nothing really that affects the Susquehanna Valley, which I thought this program was about. Uh, when anything is brought up about the Susquehanna Valley, it seems to be real short. Uh, I think we had a senator just not too recently. People was calling in about the fireworks, and he told his constituents to get over it. <laughs> That is a good comment from our senator. Senator Yaw. But I didn't hear any follow-up on that. Well, he's, he's softened his view on that a little bit. He now says that maybe the laws could be changed. Yeah, maybe the laws could be changed. Mm -hmm. Well, see, I happen to have skyrockets shot on my roof in my yard, quarter sticks, whatever they call them, those uh, big booms thrown in my yard, and nothing was ever done about it. Did you call the police? Yes, I certainly did. And what did they I do? Certainly, I did, certainly did. What did they do? I mean, it's a lot of well, times... Well, what can they do? They're all over town because people don't obey the law, which is a, a distance between uh, occupied buildings about setting off these fireworks. But what I'm getting at is our senator made that at that that comment like so what yeah and then he did say well the laws could be changed but he didn't say they would be changed right but it just seems to me that it's uh, the program to me is getting where it's let's pick on this guy I don't I'm an independent but I still uh, don't talk about the mental capacity of, of any of the presidents. Uh, I didn't run down President Trump. I don't run down President whoever's going to be president. I don't. It's I respect the office. All right. But we have no respect for him. We don't call him uh, President Biden. It's Joe Biden. It's Donald Trump. 
whoever's president. They, I don't know. I was brought up better than that. And then we wonder why our kids have no respect or are losing respect or don't show respect to their adults. But don't you because they listen to what their adults are saying, their parents. Harry, don't you concede that the past four years when President Donald Trump was in office, that people generally were terribly, I, I think, un, in many respects, unfair to him. I mean, they brought up every single negative thing he did and I, amplified I, it. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Well, people have no respect for our, the president of the United States. But, I don't care who it is. Yes, they're they're human. But what I was going to say is that that many of those people feel that he ruined their chance to respect him by his actions. That he brought that on himself. Well, sometimes some of these people ought to stand up and look in the mirror, and look in the mirror. And some of the people that call in in this program, why don't they put their hat in the pocket and and run for an office instead of saying about how, I bet you they go, when they get done with the radio show, they probably go and look in the mirror and pat themselves on the back. That's all the comments I have to make. All right. Well, well thank you so much, Thank you for listening. Call yep. again. We yep, appreciate, appreciate your calls. That. All right. We'll take more calls just like it. First-time caller, 1-800-795-9565. We'd have no callers at all if it weren't for first-time callers who are irritated. <laughs> so we appreciate it. We'll but take just it. Just bear in mind that, um, and, and I, I didn't want to say this to Harry, but since it was his first time calling, but it is helpful if you turn your radio down uh, when you call in because there is a delay. And I could hear him at first pausing to hear where waiting for the radio to catch up with him okay sound advice all right bobby d thank you so much uh, you are a 123rd time caller you're on the mark uh, yes um, um good morning everyone when, when it comes to the i uh, say article about uh, uh president biden and and being a truck driver or whatever i mean so many people of course even uh, myself sometimes uh you know when i was in a situation where i could learn about different occupations or just learn how to do things, I would ju just go along to uh, observe. And of course, even with my grandfather, uh, you know, doing some gardening of some techniques and that. And then, of course, Frank Rhodes was my mentor at WKOK. And, and how I got started there was uh, Frank invited me down to the studio and I learned a few things. And then uh, all of a sudden, the opportunity to get into broadcasting was there. So maybe in Joe Biden's uh, younger years, and that that maybe somebody in his family uh, was a trucker. Right, gave him an opportunity to drive the truck. Now Joe Biden said that I was a trucker, so that's a slightly different uh, phrase than having been given an opportunity to sit behind the wheel and drive a little bit by a mentor or family member. But in any event, as uh, our previous caller Harry aptly pointed out, it's just another gossip moment to snipe at somebody who's uh, president. So Joe Joe McGranahan wouldn't let that day go by. Thank you so much, Bobby. Thanks yeah, for thank checking you. in. All right, thank you. Yes, well, I, it's not sniping. Honestly, oh, I have on. a serious concern about All President his Biden's cognitive abilities. Yes, because don't. he's president of the free world. <laughs> Joe. And that doesn't bother you, you at all. You, you see you, nothing you, at all concerning about that. The part and parcel participated, elevated, voted for, and enjoyed the previous buffoonist president. And now you say, oh, no, the president's <laughs> office has a higher standard, and Joe Biden's falling below that standard. Did it, when did I ever say that President 
Trump had lived up to what I thought were the responsibilities of his office. <laughs> well, you endorsed his policies. I did. That's and I think I still think that the policies of Donald Trump are wonderful policies. The behavior of Donald Trump is abhorrent. <laughs> And in Joe Biden, I think I can safely say that I, I think as a person, he's probably a pretty decent guy, but I'm concerned about his ability to run as the country in a reasonable and strong manner. I don't think he's strong enough to withstand what's going on around him. All right, and Harry aptly points out that uh, fireworks is one of the biggest issues in the central Susquehanna Valley, and uh, the dismissive remark of uh, Senator Yaw has come back to haunt him to somewhat, and he's heard quite a bit of pushback from that. We know that the fireworks are extremely strong and loud and uh, are obviously not being put off in areas that uh, fit the law, which is, I think, like 150 feet from the nearest structure or something. Oh. I mean, they're sending it out in the row houses around here between a, the houses. I have a great deal of respect for Senator Yaw, and I consider him a friend. But on the other hand, you know, here's a guy who uh, supports fireworks and opposes radar for municipal police. I have a little trouble understanding. Well, he's anti-police. That's the truth. No, I don't think he's anti-police. Oh, okay. I, I, he may be anti-municipal police. but Well, not. he says the, the reason the fireworks are out of control is because police aren't enforcing it. Well, I mean, how do you how do you enforce fireworks? Seriously, unless you're there when somebody's setting them off. I mean, there's very little evidence after the sound is gone that there was a sound, except I can dogs like Dixie, Rob's Dixie, just well. Here's the hide right. Pennsylvania fear. should not have the level of fireworks legal that are. It's just ridiculous to assume that people are going to just voluntarily comply with the law. And, and secondly, the only reason we have them legal is because the state was run out of money, and Governor Corbett said, "Aha." Let's legalize fireworks. That's right. Blame the Republicans. Okay. We'll, we'll say it was Senator or uh, Governor Casey. All right. Are you happy now? I don't really care if it's a Republican or Democrat. The fact is all the men and women sucked into the vortex in Harrisburg said, ah, oh, here's a way. It'll be dangerous for everybody in town, but we'll get some tax revenue from it. Let's do it. This is WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Rob Center is our fabulouser-than-ever producer. We always appreciate his help and hard work. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do as I've done. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now. Open 1-800-795-9565. If you'd like to be a gossipy snipe and talk about President Biden, (laughs) you can use that number. If you want to talk about important critical issues in the central Susquehanna Valley, use this number, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM in your text. Another local school district is making masking optional this school year. In a letter to the community Wednesday, Sealand's Area Superintendent Dr. Frank Jankowski said masking will be optional for students, teachers,
teachers and administrators in the upcoming academic year. He says it will be optional on campus. There is a CDC requirement that there be masking on school buses, uh, but not on the school district. But he says there'll be lots of social distancing and many, many more cleanliness protocols than 2019. The district water fountains will still be out of service and student vaccinations, of course, optional on the Sealands Grove Schools campus. New statewide COVID-19 numbers back down below 700. That's good news statewide. They were nearly 1,000 the other day. Locally, just two new cases. Geisinger Danville has two new COVID-19 patients as well. They're up to 11. Evangelical Community Hospital, we're glad to say, is enjoying the first time in a full year uh, where they have no COVID-19 patients on board. They administered 45,000 COVID-19 tests so far at Evangelical Community Hospital. No new deaths locally. 357 more doses of vaccine went into the arms of Central Susquehanna Valley residents yesterday. WHTM-TV is reporting the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission is proposing a change to the trout season. They gave preliminary approval to establish a single statewide opening day, which would be on the first Saturday in April. The commission says most anglers prefer moving it to that particular date. Currently, it's in mid-April or so for most of the state. President Biden's about to, or is checked that, trying to pump new life into U.S. manufacturing. He talked about his Made in America plan when he was in the Allentown area yesterday. I'm directing my budget office to create new rules for critical pro uh, products where we know we need stronger, more resilient domestic supply chains. And we're talking about components like semiconductors, pharmaceutical ingredients, advanced batteries, among other things. On the visit, Biden heard about Mack Trucks electric garbage trucks. The ability to sell, uh, to build and sell these new trucks will be helped by the president's proposed investment in Buy American Production incentives for domestic electric vehicle manufacturing, he said. Penn Live reporting, it appears Lycoming County will be acquiring the former Allenwood Federal Prison Camp to enable it to expand the Lycoming County landfill. The county was the only entity to submit a letter of interest to acquire the 1,000-acre Allenwood Federal Prison Camp. That puts a nail in the coffin of Alvira, the former village there, purchased by the federal government in 1942 by eminent domain. It was a TNT factory. There was talk of a promise to give Alvira back to the community after World War II, but uh, guess what? That did not happen. A one-time chief of staff to the late former U.S. Senator Arlen Specter is a candidate for U.S. Senate now. He calls himself an anti-Trump Republican. Craig Snyder is who backed Democrat Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election, says he's running for U.S. Senate now. Uh, if you haven't been defrauded by somebody in an unemployment compensation claim, you're probably in the minority in Pennsylvania. Hundreds of thousands of unemployed compensation fraud claims are popping up in the new system in Harrisburg. LNI Secretary Jennifer Barrier stresses that no breaches of the department's new unemployment compensation system are to blame for the filing of fraudulent UC claims, noting that they're the result of data breaches and hacks which have occurred outside of state government. 
Barrier says the new UC system has actually helped to identify fraudulent claims. Since the new UC system went live on June 8th, the Department of Labor and Industry has prevented over $1 billion from being paid to fraudsters. And this is using the things that we have in place within the new UC system that flag fraud. Barrier says UC claimants who suspect their victims of fraud should contact the department. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Yeah, hundreds of unemployment compensation fraud cases locally, people's accounts getting hacked and false claims being filed on their behalf. And still not getting vaccinated in New York City. They got a C note for you if you do. They've started out handing $100 bills to unvaccinated people. When they get their first jab, the CDC's latest numbers shows cases of coronavirus have doubled in the last week there, and almost all of the un- or almost all of the infected people are unvaccinated individuals in New York City. Hundred news- bucks, huh? Yipper, yeah. I would wish they sign me up. <laughs> How about it? I could use a C note. I got some unmet needs here. Nine twelve in the morning, Mike. Thanks for waiting. Please go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. I just heard. I want to, well, first of all, I want to say this. I'm not one of these, you know, old men that say, hey, kid, get off my grass, you know, grumpy guy. But I have to tell you, you were talking about the fireworks. And I believe it was the day after the 4th of July. Uh, just as the sun was coming down, I was going through some of the side streets in Bloomsburg. And, and I can honestly say, you know, I have a high propensity for addiction to things like excitement, okay? And the stuff that was exploding, you know, that I could hear in my car. It, it really kind of unnerved me, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I'm a guy who likes excitement, so I'm just wondering how all the people that lived in this close neighborhood, you know, where the houses are right next to each other and the kids, you know, really, it was an annoyance to me, so I can imagine it was kind of frightening to some people. So I, I'm a, you know, initially when they came out with the fireworks stuff, I said, hey, you know, this is pretty neat, you know, but now nah, I think it was a bad idea. Well, it's gotten ridiculous. I, I live in Northumberland. I haven't been to Sunbury, but people that live in Sunbury tell us that it uh, sounds like a war is going on over there. And, and it's not much better in Norrie. And it's literally people between the houses that are, you know, 10 or 20 feet apart shooting them up between the houses. And, of course, it hits either house, one or the other, frequently. So, yeah, they, it's gotten out of control. You know, when you said it sounds like a war, you know, that that's a cliche, okay? But let me tell you what, that, that cliche is true because, well, <laughs> that was the first thought that came into my head. It was a gunfire and everything else. Yeah. Anyway, off that topic, well, you know, I heard your news there about Joe Biden saying, you know, he wants to provide investment in, I guess, for electric vehicles or something, you know? Well, okay, yeah, that, that's maybe a good idea, but, you know, who who provided the investment for the you know the Apple phone that you have you know most people have in their pocket or the Android phone or the laptop computer you know just about any major innovation I mean the case can be made that a lot of this stuff came from you know government research and what have you but you know if government was controlling Apple I don't think you'd have the nice you know people would have the nice toys in their pocket that they have right now so that that's what I wanted to say about that but as far as the, the main reason I called was the uh, I guess, what do they call it, the stimulus thing, okay, the infrastructure. Well, you know, the other day I was listening to the news by accident again, happened to come upon uh, the news, and the guy said that this $500 billion or whatever it is is going to be paid for. Some of it's going to be the expected return of $60 billion of fraudulent unemployment claims. And I'm thinking, okay, so these criminals 
filed claims, got some money, and now the, gov- the government was fooled once, and now they're going to go out and track down this $60 billion and get it back to pay for something in the future. Okay, I'm not buying that. And then the next thing, they said, and, and there's going to be projected savings on this new program, which made me laugh one more time. But then the kicker was, and, and I don't know if I have this straight, maybe you guys have heard this, that the, the, gover- the federal government, the Democrats are thinking that some of these states that sitting on stimulus money from the, the big packages that were passed previously to, to fight the pandemic, that some of these states will say, okay, we'll use this money to support this. And I'm thinking, who in the heck are these people in Washington trying to blow smoke up my skirt? And then today it got even worse when I heard, you know, I'm, a, I'm anticipating that, you know, this thing is getting pretty firmed up. Well, they said the, the, the bill hasn't even been written. People don't know what projects are going to be funded, whether it's going to be in their states or their districts or not, and they're going, rah, 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 let's go ahead. And I'm thinking, hey, guess what? You know, you're being fools if you think that you're going to vote for something in, in a red district and, and that it, that money's coming there. No, I don't believe it will be. So the, the whole thing is, you know, they I don't know. I'm just I'm just frustrated with the government that I have. I, I, that's all I'm going to say. Well, fair enough. Well, things can only get better, right? <laughs> no, oh, no, I, I don't know. Okay. I ran across. Do you, do you ever hear the name Norio Rabini? I don't believe I have heard that name. Okay, Nor, Nor, Norio Rabini. He's a uh, one of these investment guys, but he has one of these nice uh, backgrounds. The, the kind of people that I like to hear talk. You know, his, his parents are Jewish people. I think he was born in Iran, raised in Turkey, went to Italy, and now he's, you know, and I don't know if I have the exact facts, but there are all the names that are involved in the countries and all. And now he's in the United States, and he was on the, uh, Bill, Bill Clinton, when he was in office, I guess the chief economic advisors and things like that. And I, and I have to say, I listened to him yesterday by mistake, and <laughs> it was one of the most depressing pictures of the future of this United States when it, or let me say this, the, one of the most potentially depressing pictures of the future when it comes to the economy, the dollar, and uh, jobs, and, and this culture, and every, I mean, he was just on a roll, and uh, it, it, it was depressing. And you know, the bottom line is this, when we start spending trillions of dollars, and we don't know what we're going to be, we're voting for it, and we don't know what it's going to be, and, you know, people's savings accounts are getting like 0.0%, you know, and, and most people, you know, the older people like myself, they tend, you know, in my, my age group, in my classification, we tend to, to want to be secure with our savings, and we're getting 0.2%, and inflation is going to be 5%. We're losing money, and it, and it just, it, it seems like everything in the big picture is wrong right now. And I, and I have to say, I don't believe I'm alone. Well, you're not, because I, I just heard yesterday, and it's astounded me, that someone in the Biden administration finally admitted that the number of people going to work has been adversely impacted by the $600 or $300 additional stimulus money being provided during unemployment. And in the states, they even admitted that in the states where they have ended, where governors have ended accepting that money, that people are going back to work in larger numbers. 
Well, I think President Biden has acknowledged that. No, he that has not acknowledged that. Uh, I think he has. Through his, his Jen Psaki, he has made it clear that we haven't seen that. That's not what we're seeing. It's, and even he said it's the virus, it's daycare issues, it's, but never has he ascribed the fact that he's giving more money to people. No, not I'm sure to work. he has. I'm he sure has every, not. Your Fox funnels block out sound. Yeah. All right, no, Michael. No, no, no. Listen, he's right about the uh, Jen Psaki. She's his mouthpiece. She's the one that gets the word out, and she's the one that said, you know, it's not. That's not an issue. In the Democrats, that more stand typical? That. It's not an issue. Have previous presidents used a spokesperson to get information out? I know President Trump didn't, for the most part. I mean, he had somebody kind of went through him. Yes, most of our presidents. Have right. Done that. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty common to have a mouthpiece who is the the person who meets with the reporters. I can hardly day. wait to hear how she responds to those truck driving son of a gun stories. Oh, she already has. Yeah, she's had some remarks about that already. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for hey, checking you're in. Thanks, Mike. One eight hundred seven. 795-9565 is our open phone. Mike uh, mentioned something important there. Is, you know, is our country declining or is it on the way up? We have three or four emails that relate to that. We have some texts that relate to uh, Joe Biden, so we'll read those on the radio shortly. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, I have uh, been there on numerous occasions to get adjustments made on my vehicles, to get new tires or to get pumped up with nitrogen or get an alignment done or to make sure that the vehicle ready for a trip or do the inspection, you name it. That's the Ford Ranger, but we're trading that in for an F-150. I've ordered up a new F-150. I ordered up a Kia Telluride because Consumer Reports says that it's the best vehicle in the world. And I've also uh, ordered up a new uh, Hyundai because these are the cars. I like the Veloster myself, but you can get the one that you think is important to you. But you can do as I've done. They do have some new vehicles on both lots now, but they don't have a ton of them because of the chip shortage. But there are some new ones there, and there are some pre-owned vehicles that are in nearly perfect condition, and you can order up a vehicle that has exactly what you want. They aren't doing what they used to do, and that's buy like 900 vehicles and have you know, all the various options and configurations on the lot. That takes up too many chips. So what they're doing is they have a representative sample. You can order from those. You can drive one around, see if uh, it's got what you need, and you can do what the Sunbury Motor Company is doing, and that's uh, pump up this economy by very carefully moving forward with uh, purchases and on the vehicle that you get, the options that you want, you won't get anything you don't want if you order up a vehicle. So do as I've done. Go to the Sunbury Motor Company. Walk away there as I and hundreds of thousands of people have done a happy customer. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Thank you. 
Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. 1-800-795-9565. We have uh, open lines right now. Wow. Call us. Uh, what's your view on some of the important topics of the day? What's the biggest issue in the central Susquehanna Valley? I think that fireworks topic is certainly uh, germane to important things that are popping up around here. The Reagan Street uh, uh, issue is uh, being dealt with, the flooding. Soon Front Street will be closed. That's a 10-day detour starting on this Saturday, the 31st. And that will be lifted just in time for Sunbury River Festival, which will be in the Riverfront Park. And Front Street will be open. And uh, Market Street will be open on Friday and Friday night and then close just Saturday for the car show and then reopen Saturday night in Sunbury. Okay. So well, we've got some people happening. on OTM uh, who are texting us. One says, Joe Biden is doing a great job. The big baby Republicans are just mad they lost the presidency. Take your medicine and get over it. <laughs> Well, that's why they're <laughs> gossiping and sniping, because, yeah, they lost. So, But, you know, Joe Biden may Gee, be and there guilty. there was no gossiping and sniping when President uh, Trump was elected, <laughs> well, was he, there? There wasn't any of that. He brought that all on himself. Oh, well, the Democrats just <laughs> said, let's close ranks and support our beloved president. All right. <laughs> right. Then another one says, good morning. The insurrection investigation is going very well. The fact that Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan both talked with the ex-president on that. It I don't means know, something, I guess. Yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're limited to 140 characters. And that characters yeah. got cut off there. But the investigation, as I understood it, was only one day. They had the testimony of the uh, police officers from the Capitol Police Department, which was certainly compelling. And, and really, if and I'm assuming they're telling the truth. I have no reason to doubt their stories or their veracity. It's pretty sad that American citizens did that to those people. Uh, the racial slurs they said they endured. Well, I think they did have testimony yesterday. That's when the one congressman. Right, but now they're now they're supposedly taking a few weeks to decide which direction they're going to go. Oh, okay. Uh, the one uh, congressman who says it was a normal tourist day defended that statement and said that is 100 percent true. It, it was not a violent insurrection. It was just a normal tourist day with trying to kill police officers and jab them and mace them and breaking into various offices and through the front. A lot of normal tourists do that. Oh, and, and call the black police officer an effing N-word. That's right. pretty normal for tourists in Washington, if you're a MAGA person. So you're just now blaming everything on people who supported President Trump. I'm not blaming. They were MAGA people. That's That was his rally. But you believe that everybody who supports President Trump is an insurrectionist. I don't. I, don't, I think there's probably you're lumping the, you're doing what you don't about like. You're 50, lumping everybody together. There's probably only about 50 insurrectionists in the group. People that wanted to overthrow the government. I think there's what four or five hundred people who rioted and went into the Capitol. And what was the total attendance at the rally? It was twenty thousand normal MAGA people. Oh, so there are normal MAGA people. <laughs> well, look I'm at you. Glad to hear, I'm glad look to hear you. Look at saying, you. I'm not, I never owned a MAGA you, hat. I have no. Well, but you wouldn't riot or you won't even do anything other than write a letter to your legislator about radar. So I would expect that you'd be a normal political supporter, not an insurrectionist or a. Uh, we have the right to redress our grievances in this country, as you so often point out to me. <laughs> well, that's Whether fine. it's on the street or whether it's. Uh, Breaking into the U.S. Capitol, either way. Erecting a gallows for the vice president. It's all good, normal activities. But nobody, har nobody harmed the vice president. Oh, well, that's probably because of sharp work by the So CIA you believe if they the, had caught the him, they'd have hung him. You honestly believe that? I don't know. You know, it's hard to say. There were only a few people that wanted to hang him, and there's probably a lot more who would not let that happen. So I don't know. But if the ones who were at the very front lines who wanted him dead got him, 
you know, I, I, you don't, well, you just never know. You never know. They were hell-bent on insurrection and, and injuring him and stopping the government but process. What they went there for was to stop, just a the, few of them. stop the steal. I mean, that was the, uh, the, whole that rally. Was the expressed objective of the group. They wanted to disrupt the counting of the certification of, of Joe Biden's ballots. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to hang people, you know, was what they were doing You're there. talking about the 20,000. Everybody that went there, that was their primary goal. What about goal, the ones who said we wanted to hang the vice president? What was their intent? I don't know that I heard anybody say they wanted to hang him. Maybe one or two people in the crowd shouted out, hang the vice president. How many times have you held, uh, yelled, hang the guy or shoot the guy? You know, Absolutely when you were up, positively zero. <laughs> oh, you who pack a gun everywhere you go. Oh, I do not. But secondly, <laughs> the I, I would never yell, kill somebody. I mean, come on. You ever go to a baseball game and yell, kill the umpire? <laughs> no. No. What you the, the, and I'm a Cubs what do you fan. Go we there, suffer say, a lot. Assault the umpire. Physically assault <laughs> no, the umpire. No. no, 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 no. I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a difference between saying something. But and there are people who it. are. I understand what you're saying. In a crowd of. Uh, how many people, Robert, at uh, a Phillies game when it's sold out? 80,000 80, or something? Uh, right now, about 43,000. 43, yeah. There probably is an individual who would yell, kill the ump. You know, that would be fine. I've yelled that. Oh, okay. okay. So there's Did a you select. actually do it, Rob? Did you no. ever kill an umpire? No. Okay, I rest Did my you erect a gallows in the parking lot? No, but I'm also not storming the field yelling, kill the ump, which might be something else. Right, that's a difference. So. Well, you haven't done that yet, but the fact that you're yelling, kill the umpire, would lead me to conclude you might well do that in the future. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I am a Phillies fan. You never know. <laughs> Speaking of great frustration. Right. And well, and then the Eagles' uh, predictions came out for the Philadelphia Eagles, and they were abysmal. Well, they, they're not good for the Steelers either, so we'll have to see. Oh, but seriously, bad. I mean, there's anyway. a difference between yelling something like that in the heat of the moment and actually being physically prepared to do it. My argument, I go back to the fact that if this was an insurrection, it was poorly planned. They didn't have arms. They didn't have the, mm-hmm. the wherewithal. They used things that they found in order to disrupt the proceedings and to harm the p- Capitol Police officers and to actually physically break in. But their expressed goal wasn't to kill people or hurt anyone. It was to stop the steal. Now, they were willing to resort to violence to attempt to get in to where that could be done. I don't think they actually set out to overthrow the government. All right. Could be could be very true. 1-800-795-9565. We'll find out with the two select committees that are studying there. Upper right-hand corner, And Joe. I really think the Republicans made a big mistake in not putting their own people on. Even, the, even though they turned down Jim Jordan and was a baker, um, the other three should have gone. Well, and the normal tourist guy testified yesterday, and he stands by that, that it was just a normal tourist. Most of the protesters stayed between the stanchions. After they had broken into the U.S. Capitol, they stayed between the ropes. So what was their intent? They weren't building a gallows there, were they? Normal between tourists. The ropes? Right. Normal tourists. All right. And so do you agree with that or disagree with it? We all right? Yep, yep, we're good. Rob, your mic is still on. You're you're making adjustments there. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. All right. Doug says, on yesterday's show, someone asked if Mennonites and Amish get the vaccine. Living in Mifflin County with a large population of Amish and having conservative Mennonite relatives, the answer is no, they do not, as they did not wear masks either. They, of course, don't have television, but they do read news, and they never bought into the fear about getting or dying from the virus. Though most Amish and conservative Mennonites 
Mennonites may not have college degrees or high school diplomas, they do have common sense. They know disease and illness are part of life and they don't stop living to try to avoid it. COVID went through most of the Amish communities already and some got very sick or even died, but they weren't running to get tested to see if they had it. Their immune systems, I guarantee, are better than most because they grow a lot of what they eat and they also use natural remedies when they are sick. They pretty much just shake their head at the way the rest of the world dealt with this pandemic and go about living their lives. Seems like a lot of us could benefit from that, doesn't it? Right, says Doug. Thank you for that. Yeah, great observations. Uh, again, the Amish are not a monolithic community just because uh, Doug has 100% factual observations about the Amish that he knows there or sees. Uh, the ones that I have made are 100% verifiably true, too, that some Amish did get the vaccine, did wear masks, did distance, and took necessary precautions, do seek treatment at Evangelical Hospital or Geisinger. And so to say that Amish don't get vaccinated or don't wear masks is uh, to say that all Republicans are insurrectionists because of the MAGA rally. Doug has relatives. He knows the community. You're saying he's lying? No. His anecdotes are 100% factual. I mean, we'll assume they are. Doug's not somebody who stretches the truth, so we'll assume they're factual. I'm just telling our audience, just because you see one Amish person that does this, they don't all do the same thing. They're not all the same. You know, it's like saying all Republicans wanted to overthrow the government well, on January 6th. You've said that 6th. many times. I never said any <laughs> such thing until this moment. Upper right-hand corner and then the call. All right. So let me make sure I understand. Biden is allowing people to pour over the border. These people are being shipped throughout the country in an attempt to hide this massive invasion and dilute red support. A fair number of these people are COVID positive and ignorant anti-vaccine, anti-vaccine Trump supporters are being blamed for the rise in COVID numbers. So now return of the mask mandate. Is it any wonder why people don't trust the government? The demise of this country will come from within. It's already well underway. People need to wake up and get woke. It may already be too late. Right, 1-800-795-9565. Stand by, Bob. We will be right with you. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. 1-800-795-9565. The biggest issues of the day are always our topics of conversation. Central Susquehanna Valley or naturally or nationally, uh, we have President uh, Biden, of course, attracting a lot of gossip, as Joe is pointing out for us, which we appreciate that. And President Trump had almost daily pushback on almost everything he did. So and those are the national topics locally. Of course, uh, fireworks, COVID-19 uh, have been topics locally. So we'd uh, invite your talk. W- what is an issue on your mind? has to be something that there's two sides to uh, so that uh, I can foolishly came up with irrational things to say about it, to refute it. So 1-800-795-9565. Joe McGranahan is here. Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, upper right-hand corner, Joe. Well, actually, and then, uh, the caller wants to eliminate, eliminate, eliminate on his statement. His statement was Joe Biden is doing a great job. The big baby Republicans are just mad because they lost the presidency, take your medicine and get over it. Bob, what do you want to expand on? Oh, no, it was the one before about the insurrection investigation. Oh, okay. It's the fact that Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan both talked with the ex-president on the January 6th, the same day as the insurrection. So that's why Nancy Pelosi didn't allow Jim Jordan on that panel, because he's going to be called to testify. And so it just goes to show... McCarthy was trying to be a cover-up like Trump and put Jordan on the panel so that he won't be able to testify. 
and he got upset about it, and then he's like, wah, wah, wah. But that wasn't and what Nancy <laughs> Pelosi said at the time. Well, she can't tell tell what's going on. Well, I agree with she you just, there. She, she, can't, she never knows what's allowed. going on. <laughs> she just didn't allow him to be on it. I mean, you don't you don't take somebody to court and tell them what you're going to bring against them before you take them to court, do you? I mean, you can put something out there, but... You can't say. Well, the fact that he's part of the part of the commission would, I think, would be lend more credence to the fact, uh, whatever testimony he could give. I would think that people who actually everybody in the Congress was involved one way or the other agreed. Uh, they didn't all talk to President Trump that day, did they? Well, so what's wrong with that? If he talked to President Trump, who would that? How many people would that disqualify? Would that disqualify Nancy Pelosi if she talked to the president that day, tried to get him to do something? Well, at some point, we're going to have to find out about Nancy would, Pelosi's uh, actions and would, inactions. It would make her uh, not look very well, I'd say that, and I'm sure she didn't talk to him that day or anybody else that's on the panel. Well, the fact and of I'm the matter is... They do have two real Republicans on the panel that want to know the truth. And it, it was a sad, sad day. <laughs> real and, Republicans. You know, That's they're funny. saying that this is only the beginning. And this is, if this is the America that I live in, I don't want to be here anymore. It's just wrong. Well, hang in there, buddy. There is hope in the future. What's wrong? In other words, you find fault with this, but do you find fault with the riots in Portland and the uh, insurrection there? I find fault with anybody that does anything like that. Okay, but you find particular fault with the, the, this particular incident, right? <laughs> you know, if... if uh, Joe's trying to pettify your... To turn you into a gossip, too. Don't do it, Bob. You did a great call. Thank you for your information. No, I, I just, appreciate I'm it. I'm just trying to figure out how we how we equate this stuff, what I balance don't we give I do violence it. in any way. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I agree with you there. I, I don't think it's a good idea. But the thing is... You know, the people at the—you can make the argument the people in Washington didn't start out to be violent, but you can also make the argument that the people in Portland did. Well, I that? would uh, say that Donald Trump made those people go to the Capitol and do what happened. By telling he, them to go peacefully. He huh? was like the mafia leader that hired the hitman to kill somebody. Oh, my gosh. Gotcha. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. Thanks for calling in. Good call. Yeah, appreciate have it. A good thanks, day. Bye. thanks for the text, too. Very much appreciate that. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. I'm still astounded by the fact that he is equating the president of the United States with being a mafia hitman. Uh, a witness captured a group of women running out of a San Francisco CVS pharmacy with bags allegedly stuffed full of stolen items as a spree of retail thefts continues to plague the city. Breakdown of basic property, business owners' rights is pretty evident. But yeah. well, we can't play the clip. They sent us a link to the clip. Well, and there's chaos in a couple of places where this has turned into a trend. Walmart's a favorite target, too, where individuals who are shoplifters grab bags and stuff and then just flee. You saw that video of those guys going out of a coal store with backpacks crammed full of stuff. Right, and the store securities, apparently they're told not to touch them or tackle them or to do significant intervention to stop them. So I'm not sure how you're going to solve that dilemma. Well, how you're going to solve that is more police. And what's amazing oh, to me is okay. the mayor of Washington now is calling, uh, sending a supplemental budget request to the Cou Council of Washington asking for, I think, $11 million to put on some additional 200 police officers. Now, she cut the police budget by 15 percent last year when all the Democrats were defunding the police and we're all going to reimagine policing. We found out that reimagining policing doesn't work too well with the criminals refusing to reimagine crime.
upper right-hand corner, Joe. You're not going to comment on that. Well, right? I, I don't know, Joe. We, we've rehashed that a hundred times. This is a great email from one of our great listeners. We'll read as much as we can. It's 300 words, and then we'll Well, we have a call, so what Chris you want to do line. first? Okay. Uh, to say the least, yes, it was a dog and pony show. This is in reference to the hearing. And kangaroo court once again. I watched this hearing from beginning to end, and only because I happened to have Fox News on the TV when this hearing came on, it was a disgrace in my book. The blankety-blank Nancy Pelosi was well aware there were plans for some upheaval even weeks ahead of January 6th. What did she do? Nothing. Calls for the National Guard were ignored, etc. It was such a sickening setup, even the most of us remember that day and exactly what President Trump directed his followers to do, peacefully march on the Capitol. Nancy was so cunning that she turned away any Republicans that could speak on behalf of the president and selected only two Republicans who were known Trump haters. What kind of a court was that? Yes, kangaroo. All summer long, there were riots all over the U.S., but did they do anything about it? No. She must have directed every Democratic mayor of each town to turn their heads and ignore it, allowing the militia group called Antifa and BLMs to burn the place down. So evidently, Nancy was involved in setting that up, too. That's the way I feel, and no one will change my mind. I think this attack, as it turned out to be, was also orchestrated by her and her group to discount President Trump's making him look, like ba uh, making him look bad prior to an election. I pray people can see through that and know that nothing like this so-called insurrection occurred under Trump's tenure. The way it did happen under Trump's tenure. If people choose to believe what she is trying to portray as fact, we as Americans can kiss our freedoms and wonderful country goodbye. Biden has been in bed with China for a long time, considering all his trips over there. He has sold us out, period. China is financing all the lousy, unfair, and lawlessness that is going on just so they can take over our country. Evidence of their plans is obvious, considering the bills she is trying to push through Congress that will make it impossible for the Republican Party ever to see being and affirmative uh, ever to be seen being in charge again. You people who have your congressional representatives vote to the affirmative for that bill would cause it to happen. Not certain I understand what she's shooting at there. Please, people, do not let it happen. Do not allow Pelosi and her evil followers to influence our elections and get in for another tenure. They're going to bankrupt this country and make it a total communist. All right, Chris, you're well, on the... put me on after that letter? Yes, well... Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start at the beginning. Uh, yes, no fact will ever get in her way of changing her mind. She's, she, she was truthful. I'm glad she was. Well, that is true. She, she did say that in the letter. <laughs> Don't confuse <laughs> me with the facts. And what she was getting at was the voting bill was somehow, that's the Republican line of the, the Max News, whatever it is, uh, uh, line about the voting bill in Congress. That once that's passed, the Republicans will never be able to get any votes again. Yeah, it's like the voting rights bill. All those poor Democrats are going to be able to vote now because they can't vote 30, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It's Joe, awful. Joe, Joe, look at the facts. Look at the facts. You look at the facts. Oh, brother. Both oh. of you. Knock it off. You two boys, stop it. <laughs> First of all, they, they, nobody, uh, I, I told you when people say that, please ask them. Please ask them what in the bill gives them that idea. And 
I've already explained that the, the complaints about the, the Republican changes are reactions to uh, overreactions and bad reactions to the big lie, and they are just trying to nibble at the margins to keep all close states Republican. I never went into the extremes that she's yelling about. However, if Trump had been elected again, he, and he destroyed as much of the government uh, integrity as he did the first four years, the second four years, yes, then we would be in, in serious trouble. Well, he was elected because again. He, the election was just stolen from him, right? Yes, yes, of course. And, and, and Pelosi is in secretly in charge of the entire country, doing every evil thing with her evil followers. With China. With China. And, and China, you know, China's not getting on well with Bush at all. With Bush? I mean, with, with Biden. With Biden at all. Well, his son is getting along with him because he's doing. He's on the board of a couple of Chinese companies and, and Chinese-backed uh, financial institutions. And he, I guess he's selling his artwork to the Chinese for a half a million bucks a shot. He's, he's selling artwork. I don't know about being on the boards of any Chinese corporations. Yeah, Fox says it's true. I guess. I don't know. I, I, I don't know uh, what Biden, what his Hunter is doing that there or... Uh, but uh, I certainly haven't. Uh, he, he was doing something while uh, in the before Biden became president that way. But I don't think he uh, he's doing anything since then. But well, you know, they tried right. to propose I a bill. It, they they tried to propose a bill that would and, require every president to disclose what his relatives or children are doing. And of course, the Biden administration is opposed to that bill. It issued by or proposed by a Republican. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't prove anything about the issue we were talking about, though, does it? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you think that, if that's your logic, then we'll move on to another subject because I'm not interested in talking to anybody with that kind of logic. I see, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, yes, the, the, the demonstration was violent from the beginning, Joe. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Okay. The, the violence started at noon as soon as the Proud Boys and whatnot showed up at the Capitol in any numbers. They started fighting with the police. When did they the find them? went on until, uh, until the, the, cra the big crowd showed up, and then they started the serious uh, breaking of windows and stuff and, and to charge up the steps. When did they find they the pipe bombs? They were fighting with the cops early, very early on. And those were the same people that uh, Roger Stone was chumming around with. And of course, you know, since Roger Stone was there, uh, Trump knew absolutely nothing about it because those talk every day, but they, it's always about the weather. Well, you know, you're always telling me to check the facts. Let me just give you a fact. Hunter Biden is still on the board of a Chinese private equity firm he co-founded, despite his lawyer pledging late last year that the potential first son would resign. Chinese business records still list Robert Hunter Biden, the younger president's, the younger Biden's full name, as a director and board member of BHR Partners. But is he still on the board? That's yes. their records. But are those yeah, official that, records? That, that's a little ambiguous, but we'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. All right. What else, Chris? You got another minute. Go ahead. Uh, another minute. 
Oh, well, uh, and the, the, the purpose of the demonstration was stop the peaceful succession of the elected, newly elected president. That is something that's completely different than any uh, Black Lives Matter demonstration or all the other things you're talking about. There but you're is no comparison. You're they missing were, the stated they, they, goal. You're they missing. They came very close to being able to steal all the official records of the vote because they almost got left in the in the house when everybody was leaving. Only one person thought to go back and get them. But and the, if that happened, then officially they couldn't present, be presented for voting. Assuming that you're right, and, and I'm going to agree with you, the, the, what happened that day was terribly wrong, and people deserve to be prosecuted for what they did. But the stated goal was to march down there. President Trump said to go peacefully and, and demand that they... Yes, he did. He, oh, he used the word words. peaceful one time, and then... Both, and you also look at Moe's speech. Well, he said fight like hell, too, but that's what you hang your hat yeah, on. But and, and football coaches teams. tell their team to fight like hell. That doesn't mean go out and beat, think the, and beat the crap the out of the other team. The, the All right, Trump we got to go. Chris, thank you so much for calling in. Super hey, defense. Of the, a little straight and brush up on acting like a liberal. You're not very good at it. I, 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 I'm working you on it. you got to study a little bit. I'm more. a work in progress, but okay. you help. Yeah, I know. Thank you so much, sir. Right All right, that is a good caller, Chris. All right, that'll wrap up our callers for the day because we we have one standing by. Yep, we got one standing by, and we got to take the break. So stand by, Cindy. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. One of our listeners uh, heard that long email that we read and said, it's all total BS. It's crazy, it's crazy to believe people really feel that way. Wow. That is exactly what is wrong with this country. Wow. Is all I can say. Cindy, you're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I'll tell you, this week has been uh, kind of astonishing to me because I've listened all week long to people who in the past have been vociferous excoriators, I mean rabid excoriators of the prior president when he misstated something and called him a liar on a regular basis on this show and many other shows. And yet here this president clearly made a misstatement. I'll, I'll go so far as to call him a liar. And all these same people who spent four years eating President Trump alive every time he made a misstatement. Now it's just gossip 
and you know not worth they've appointed themselves apologists in chief for the man it's just <laughs> remarkable to me well there's a big I, difference I believe it's fair to set a standard okay. but you should apply that standard equally amen and that's where the problem falls not the standard itself although i recognize that people make misstatements uh, okay if you're going to say if you make a misstatement we're going to eat your lunch fair enough but then you have to do it to everybody the other thing I think we ought to consider is that perhaps it's time to amend the Constitution. In the Constitution, we have a specific set of rules about who can be president. They must be, interestingly enough, at least 35 years of age. They must have been a natural-born citizen, and they must have lived in this country for 14 years. Well, perhaps we need to make an amendment that puts an upper limit on age. And I think that's fair because from the very beginning, we had a lower limit on age. There's nothing to say that a 30-year-old woman isn't perfectly capable of running this country. Or a 90-year-old woman. Rule. Pardon me? Or a 90-year-old woman. That might be true. But what we do know is that there is a decline in many older people's capabilities. And I, I want you to reflect on what the presidents, the younger men who have served as president, look like when they come out. They go in, they're young, they're vital, and they got dark hair. And they come out grade, severely grade, which is a reflection of the stress that that job puts on a person. And recognizing those demands, just like policemen don't get to be patrol officers till they're 80 and 90 years old, and nurses wisely step down when they can no longer provide the high level of care in a timely fashion that their patients need, maybe it's time that we apply that same thought to the presidency and put an upper limit on it. Thank you, gentlemen. You're on shaky ground with me there, kid. I know, Joe, but you're not running. <laughs> no, not a problem. Yeah, but you're taking away my chance to be president. But thanks, Cindy. Appreciate your Joe, call. Joe, you've had all these years. I know. <laughs> and I failed. Well, hey, and we, yeah. Thank you so much, well, Cindy. You didn't fail. You never tried. But, well, that's true. You know. <laughs> thanks, okay. Cindy. Thanks, thank you. Guys. Well, and we know some 80- and 90-year-olds that are 100% super sharp. You're listening to WDK, OK, Sunbury.